Start your day the KUAM way with our new streaming shows on Facebook Live each weekday. Here's your starting lineup. Mondays, we'll give you a glimpse into our morning meetings with the KUAM news team. Tuesdays, join our group chat with Chris Barnett. Wednesdays, it's crime time with the island's law enforcers. Thursdays, get the latest info with Dave Delgado, who's in the zone. And Fridays, we get Fit AF, fitness and fun. And the best part, all our shows are completely interactive, so you're directly part of the conversation. Join us Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. Start your day the KUAM way. Today, welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I am your host, Ken Sinicholas. I am joined by Noe over here and Jason. We have Uncle Ken uh, over there in the corner and Asha behind the camera. And uh, today we are talking about, well, before we get into today's topic, let's talk about movies that happened over the weekend. I watched John Wick and Aladdin. Did you guys watch any movies this weekend? Mm, actually, I did. I watched Detective Pikachu. Finally, it was so good. And no one told me Diplo was going to be in it. I was like, oh, man, there's Diplo. Okay. <laughs> that was cool. And Rita Ora. Um, it was very oh, really? cute. Yeah. Oh. A lot of little cameos in it. Um, the end, though, is really cute. Very, like, uh, significant to, like, the whole Pikachu kind of... You got to watch it, but, like, Pikachu kind of filling in as, like, a father figure for the main character. Were you really sold on Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu? Honestly, yeah. Really? I, uh, hey, man, if you can get Ryan Reynolds to voice anything, I'm in now. He's just so good. So Ryan Reynolds has been Sandra Bullock's husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Man he's been Deadpool. Man Cru- he's been Deadpool. He's been Green Lantern. Oh, I forgot about that. He's been that. Pikachu. Mm-hmm. What else has he done? He's been... Zach from Saved by the Bell right. really? He played, what was that movie where he, he was in Saved like by the Bell he was the second Saved by the Bell he was a big guy and then he was all this weight oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah that was good that was good I want to see he wasn't he even one of the Van Wilder movies? oh he was Van Wilder he was, he was Van Wilder what's that yeah. restaurant movie he was in? Uh, Waiters. Waiters that dude has range yeah He's cool, man. I like Ryan. I like Ryan. him. I love oh. his relationship with Blake Lively, too. And, and we've talked oh, about I this like before. Blake Lively, so too. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I really thought he did a really good job in Amityville Horror, the remake. Hmm. Mm. Cute. No, I thought he was good. Horror movies are not so, easy to do. So is this is a true. Pikachu movie? Is it really... Um, is What's the level of humor? Is it like kind of Deadpool type of humor? Or is it really G-rated type of humor? It definitely isn't Deadpool, but I I had a few good like genuine laughs and not just trying to like fake laugh for my little cousins. And um, but it, your your little cousins would have probably enjoyed the movie. Oh yeah, they were like laughing, like and really like suspenseful parts. They were like hiding behind me. So it is for I think it's PG for that level of movie. It's very well rounded, like a lot of mis- mystery included into it and I took a a detective fiction film noir Mm -hmm, class mm -hmm. this past semester so I saw a lot of tributes to Mm. the film noir and detective films which was like really cool I know I don't know why I took this class but now I know a lot about (laughs) that um, (laughs) 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 I can now say that Fargo is probably like one of the top 10 best films in the world Oh, wow. I watched oh. it so many times. And if you haven't watched it, it's worth the Amazon Prime. Okay, download. how young were you when you first watched Fargo, which technically is I a murder mystery? Yeah, so I, my mom, though, she did show me um, a bunch of Quentin Tarantino films since I was, like, five. Fargo and, like, that kind of, like genre of film where it's like semi-gory I was never allowed to watch so this was my first time and I watched it like five times alone the past four months five months okay because Asha holds the record right now because Asha watched Child's Play when you were what Asha six uh probably younger oh my gosh wow I watched Kill Bill for the first time. She probably has a Chucky doll. That's crazy. No, but I've had a bunch of Chucky nightmares. (laughs) Um, What's his name? Uh, 
Mark Hamill is playing the new Chucky in the reboot. Oh, really? What is the reboot? Yeah. I think this, this summer. Year. And I this is know. that cloud-connected doll, right? Yeah. He's connected yeah. to the... Why? Oh, yeah. Like, and it has, like, technology spin on yeah. it. Yeah. Why so is funny, Luke Skywalker... Man. Does Mark Hamill really need money this badly? I think he does. Star Wars is ending this year, man. He needs it. Man. He needs it. But how about... He was a jo- you know he was a Joker, right? In one of the animated series. Yeah, he was a Joker. He was in oh, Metal Apocalypse. Oh, God. Since we're talking about uh, movies, remakes, and stuff, how about uh, Terminator 6? Oh. oh, my gosh. Terminator 6? Wait, where, where were you when you had... Um, Ken just... He robbed YouTube on his phone last week, and he goes, Bro, no comment. Watch this. And then he just sat back, and I was like, Okay, looks like it could be like a Terminator movie. Yeah, that looks like the T-1000 morphing and everything. Uh, is yeah. that Sarah Connor? Yeah. <laughs> Linda Hamilton, yeah. Oh, man. All ripped up. And then I was like, is that Arnold? And Arnold. Oh, yeah. But then, where is John, where is Edward Furlong? That's what everybody's asking that, like, on, on YouTube now. And there, there's some videos. It's like, okay, here's the reason why, you know, a typical YouTube video. Here's the reason why Edward Furlong is not in the Terminator. But in no. the trailer, who knows what could happen in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because Edward Furlong's, or, well, uh, what's his, John Connor's character's, like, change so many times over the past six Terminators or five Terminators right it was Edward Furlong it was Anton Yelchin it was Jason Clark Speaking of Jason Clark, okay, and, and speaking of trailers, we were duped into the fact that Pet Cemetery the remake was going to be great because it had a rad trailer, and it was not. We learned the mistake. I knew, I knew it wasn't going to be good because they changed like a pretty big detail. Yeah. Instead of it being a son, it was like a daughter, it was and Ellie. they had a daughter. Or yeah, so just like I don't know, my friend is really into um, Stephen King novels mm. and so when she watched the trailer like we she was over in my apartment whatever and she went on a rant she was like this is not how it's supposed to be like they changed <laughs> a big thing may i ask your fr- since your friend is such a legit diehard she hardcore stephen king fan yeah and i'm looking at the two of you when it when she read pet cemetery did she actually jump yeah thank you i think so thank you we covered well, that on the podcast two months ago and i read it and Asha's like oh jace is so stupid <laughs> and Ken was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta leave my door open and, you know, put the nightlight on. because I jumped out of her seat when yes. she was reading the book? Well, yeah, but the it thing is... It is possible. The, <laughs> the thing is, though, she's the biggest chicken ever. Like, she cannot... Oh, okay, there's, oh, okay, she, okay. Well, there's a connection. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we know, now we know. Like, Let's I, go ahead and, and take care of that part in editing, shall we? No, I was doing um, a thesis, like, last, last semester on Frankenstein and, like, film tradition on it. Um, and I was, like, watching clips, and she could not watch. I think it was, like, the 96, 97 version of Frankenstein, where he, like, comes out all, like, gooey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So she's very, like, sensitive to... They actually called that, I think it was Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I don't know why they called it Mary, Mary Shelley's Shelley. Frankenstein. They're trying to, like, get that, you know... What's it called? Um, they're trying to make it more official, get the credibility... I did a whole study on it. It didn't work. Then again, when they, they had Bram Stoker's Dracula, for some reason they decided to put the author's name in the book. I don't know why. Yeah. Hmm. No, but yeah, she's a scaredy cat. That's why. Ah. She, but she loves Stephen King. So. Nice. Yeah. Do you watch anything this weekend? I watched a bunch of things, mostly on YouTube. Um, nothing theatrical. So I watched John Wick three, John Wick Parabellum. You spent a fair amount of time at the theater. I did. Well, no, I went Thursday and I went uh, Saturday, right? But so I watched John Wick three, which I thought was super cool because number one, it had Keanu Reeves. Number two, it had Mark DeCascos, aka the Iron Chef, and the guy from Only the Strong, who was awesome. One of my down, favorite. Down, 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 <laughs> down, down, down. <laughs> and it had number three because it had a lot of dogs, and <laughs> so I thought that was super cool. It was. It, it's a fun movie. Um, I guess Keanu Reeves, I guess the John Wick series now is like the go-to action film. You know, that series is like pretty, there's a lot of gunplay, which is supposedly like credible use of a, of a weapon, you know, like the way they walk around the corners, they're like tactical, uh, you know, gun maneuvers and stuff, which is, I guess that's kind of cool if you like that. Hmm. But, uh, I also watched Aladdin with Will Smith and, uh. Naomi Scott, I think that's her name, and it was pretty good. 
The girl is super pretty. That's the what girl who plays Jasmine is gorgeous. She's you, beautiful. Ken WhatsApped me right after he saw the movie and he's like, the girl is beautiful. I did not watch that. This guy, trust. <laughs> but the movie was kind of cool. It was cool. Like, you get a bunch of the classic songs with the slight... Did you guys watch a line? I haven't watched it yet, but a lot of the, like, things I read on Twitter about it were that, like, Will Smith was pretty good. And because I'm in, like, that... Um, cusp of millennial and Gen Z culture. A lot of them loved it because Naomi Scott was actually in a huge like Disney um, original movie when we were younger called Lemonade Mouth. So it was cool for like people around my age or younger to be like, oh, I saw her on like TV. Mm. Now she's on the big what, screen. What is her nationality? Because she looks like she's, she's Middle Eastern. Right? She's nationality. I think she's British. Don't quote mm. me on that because I've seen some interviews with her and she has like a super lovely accent but I don't know what her like ethnicity is well Ken also sent me something on well he sent actually Asha and I <laughs> sent something and he's like guys no no context no comment just sent us a YouTube URL so I clicked on it and it's basically the end credit theme when <laughs> Will Smith like me right is that what the song's called friend like me yeah yeah, it's, yeah and you know it's all oh, it's I mean Will Smith is doing like I, I dug the rap for the first 13 seconds when he's like <laughs> I'm not even gonna <laughs> No, so Prince Ali and you go, hey Habib, I'm gonna make your wishes Habib. come true. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> DJ Khaled, no! Please do not root now. Yeah, you know someone like why? Why does someone make so much money in his career, so much more money than I do, using grammar that would make Captain Caveman wince? Here's the thing: he would still get the money that he gets if he just was quiet. Because he makes amazing songs with SZA and all these rappers and like, it's like, just let them do their thing. Because I watched his SNL performance and it was so good, except he kept like replying to them in that annoying like DJ Khaled way. I was like, shut up, SZA is singing. Like, I need to pay attention to her. He's he's a hype man. That's what he's got. And that's, okay. So today's episode, after that long, big (laughs) intro, is about um, animated films typically Disney classics that have been uh, translated or remade as live action, right? So, you know, off the, the heels of Aladdin, which you can catch at Tangle Theaters, right? Shout out to our sponsor, Tangle Theaters. Uh, off the heels of Aladdin, we want to discuss all these other movies. Um, and that, I think, is one of my only things that I really didn't like about Aladdin was how they uh, adapted the existing or the original content to fit a more contemporary context. I kind of, I'm a purist. I wish that it was like a shot-for-shot replica of the original cartoon, and it was close to it, though. So there was was some stagecraft, almost. There is a lot of it. So, I mean... Well, I feel like The Lion King is going to be more of that, like, shot-for-shot shot, mm-hmm. shot type of thing that we're looking for. Okay, the trailer of that I have seen before ending, it and looked, that blew me away. So, I think I teared up watching just the trailer, so I'm going to be a mess when the movie comes out. But I feel like I'm a purist, too, in the way that, like, I don't know, growing up in kind of, like, the middle of all these beautiful, amazing animation and, like, animated films coming out, especially from Disney... Um, I feel that there's a certain magic to animation that can't be recreated with live action. Like, a big example for me is, like, if they do dip into Pixar, which I really hope they don't, um, you can't remake Toy Story. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, the beauty of, like, getting down to the level of, like, a toy's animation that makes the movie for me. Which is... That's a really interesting viewpoint because... With Disney remaking The Lion King, I mean, there are absolutely no human characters in The Lion King at all, right? The entire cast is, is animals, I, right? Yeah, I don't think there, there are no yeah. poachers, there are no you know government officials or anything like that. Yeah. So that's a huge risk. But I mean, even just based on the trailer, the fact that you know that was a, like that that scene when you know when um, when the the ambassador, Rafiki? yeah, yeah, Rafiki, yeah, thank you. He holds up Simba, the, the lion cub, over the the cliff, and like all of the animals, you know, like bow in obedience and. That's all CGI. Mm-hmm. There are tens of thousands. You know, you see all the jackals and all the all the jackalopes and the you know yeah. and werewolves because they are animals. Go back to our previous podcast. No, and, they're not. Um, and, but you know, <laughs> all of those animals. You could not get real animals to do that in real life. Yeah, there's we, no way in hell you're going to pull that off, and it looks amazing at that scale. Wait, no, you can't beautiful. get a you can't get a baboon to hold up a <laughs> lion cub on a mountain. You can. 
train a baboon to I would it? love to see you try. If you can pull it <laughs> off, I will, I will fund that. If you can, let, let's set up a Kickstarter for it. Of course you know. I will back you up. I cannot be done, dude. And that is what makes animation and illustrations so uh, powerful is that you can, you know, imply a level of fantasy that, uh, you know, obviously humans or humanoid animals can't do, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, we're going to go off tangent here, but like Game of Thrones, it should have been an animated series. It shouldn't even have been a real-life series. I think it would, done, it would have been a lot better and more impactful uh, if it were an animated series. We'll okay. get but, more yeah. ghosts. We need more ghosts in this freaking show. We needed. Oh, God. Yeah, or like a bigger ghost, you know what oh, I mean? That wait. one that was... Ghost should have been huge. Is a dire wolf an animal? Well, I mean, Game of Thrones is an yeah. animal. Also, oh, no, a werewolf isn't, but a dire wolf. Okay. Yeah, a werewolf. In, in the Game of Thrones world, a dragons are animals, and so are dire wolves. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm fighting a war I will never win. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, so back, back to... Okay, the reason why I'm in so in love with this concept is these are all the movies that, that I grew up watching, re-watching, re-re-re-re-re-watching, Memorizing the dialogues, like Ken said, the scenes, the shots, mm-hmm. the songs. Yeah. The songs, um, yeah. And for me, I tend to lean towards the technology. And obviously, one of the reasons they're doing it now is there's a commercial benefit to make because people like my generation can now introduce our kids, our grandkids, and enjoy the stories that we enjoyed as kids. But yeah. now, you actually bring the advantage of having human actors and they can deliver those very compelling performances with the benefit of of CGI and with animation, so you create a completely artificial world where it doesn't have to subscribe to the rules of physics, to the rules of time, to the rules of mortality. So, you know, I mean, you yeah. know, okay. why, why has The Simpsons been, been so successful for the last 30 years? Because Maggie has not aged. Well, yeah. See, okay, I, there's, I have a bone to pick here, right? I think The Lion King is significantly different than something like Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. And I, I do think Aladdin was pretty good, but I don't think it was as good as Beauty and the Beast. And I think Beauty and the Beast was stayed much truer to the source material. Aladdin really tried to add a little bit of color and flavor into into its remake, right? So they did deviate. They they did very slightly. Like, you know, you know, obviously it's not Leia Salonga singing I can show you the world or, you know, uh Iago Iago, is that the parrot's the name? Parrot. Is not uh Gilbert Godfrey, right? Like so there are slight differences, but I can do without those, right? It's just a different person playing it, different person singing it. Uh, you know, the inflection and the songs are going to be different, right? It's not exactly the same, uh, but it's those other changes that I thought were like, ah, I could have done without that, Yeah. you know? But Beauty and the Beast, I thought, was really good. I thought it was perfect. It was pretty good, especially, like, that was cool for me because, okay, I guess... Um, going back to what you were saying, I feel like I'm more on, the, like, the creativity side. I love to see how things are, like, illustrated and, like, how are they able to, like, animate this thing or, like, what inanimate objects can they bring to life. And that was pretty cool of Beauty and the Beast because, like, it it was what I would imagine for a live-action Beauty and the Beast. Like, yeah. um, Chip was so cute. He was, like, mm-hmm. the same level of cuteness in the live-action that he was in, like, the animated version. Mm-hmm. So that was probably, like, my favorite one so far of the live-actions. Um, Jungle Book was actually pretty good, too. Yeah, I like Jungle Book. Jungle Book was amazing. And Jungle they Book added, really like, good. another level of, like, suspense, too. Did you guys watch the, the sequel? Was it the... On was, Netflix, it, was that a sequel? Yeah, the, the see, Netflix special. Was see, that a sequel or prequel? I don't know if I watched No, it was, like, I think almost the same exact plot. Maybe a little bit more. Um, but I didn't watch that because I felt, like, weird. Because they just released, released uh, yeah, John a few Favreau, years ago. Jungle yeah. Book, yeah. What's up, fellow online addicts? I'm Asha, and it's literally my job to scour the internet every day to see what you guys are saying about our stories and to see what you're snarking on. If you got beef with a particular island issue, we'll give your voice an extra boost on trend spotting. It's our weekly rundown of everything that's got you buzzing and what conversations you can't look away from. From the serious to the silly, from ludicrous news to legit headlines, from the weirdest Instagram posts to the most retweeted stories, 
to the insane DMs we get, we're going to show you the deeper side of what's making group chats, what's trending, and what you're sharing. So check out Trendspotting on YouTube, on Facebook Live, and on IGTV, all at KUAM News. If you've got something to say, sound off. We'll find you. And now, back to your show right here on the KUAM Podcast Network. I like Jungle Book. I thought it was pretty good. Um, what was I going to say about... Uh, but you, you know how you're saying about The Lion King, like, well, this is an opportunity to use, like, real actors and actresses. But, I mean, that's... Even the animation is the same, right? Like, they still have real actors and actresses who play the roles, right? Or voice acting. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're yeah. voice acting in the anim- in the, yeah. the new version of Lion King. But the, but the CGI looks... I mean, we're getting to the point now with, with technology... Where the CGI is so good, you you not even sure if it's CGI or not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I yeah, mean, we are almost true. to the point where we're passing the Turing test. I think that the thing that makes me kind of like nervous for The Lion King is that I don't think we've ever seen like such a huge amount of CGI used in anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would consider like the maybe not even closest thing, but like the best CGI uh, being Carrie Fisher last year. That because everyone expected her to just kind of be dead, or not even there. Um, what was like one of the prequels where they brought back her old, younger self? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't watch Star Wars. But that was pretty cool to me. So I haven't seen a movie where it's completely CGI, where it's like all these robot things, mm-hmm. you know. So that makes me kind of nervous. But hey, man, if you have Beyonce and Childish Gambino on the yeah. track, I'm yeah. sold. Okay, now, what's of particular interest to me is now that Disney has committed to doing... I mean, you would be surprised at how many movies that Disney has done with this already. I mean, they've done 101 uh-huh. Dalmatians. Maleficent was basically... Cinderella. That's pretty good. Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping so, yeah. Beauty t- but told from the perspective of the villain, yeah. which yeah. was neat. Which is they, cool, yeah. yeah. And now, what is their roadmap for this, though, I'm wondering? Because, obviously, I mean, okay, in, in your guys' opinion, what movie have they not done yet that you're really interested in seeing? Mine is The Little Mermaid, and they've already committed to doing that. The Little Mermaid will be cool. See, I really wanted to see Mulan, and I had the mm. utmost like hope and faith for this movie. And then all the details they were releasing for it, they just messed up the whole thing. Like, they completely changed the plot. They were trying to whitewash almost the whole cast. And I don't know. I feel like when you try to stray too far yeah. from the original story, it, no one wants it anymore. Everyone's like, let's just keep the classic. Let's appreciate yeah. the classic. So are they? have they decided to redo or overhaul their strategy for Mulan? Or did they just put it on the side? They're not gonna do I it. haven't heard anything for months. But the last time I heard something, they were going to keep the whole plot where, like, she's kind of like a damsel in distress type of figure. And basically everything she's doing is for, like, the dude she's in love with, which is, like, a white dude. So that's kind of, like problematic if you look at the original yeah that is so weird i like especially on the heels of stuff like uh crazy rich asians and stuff you would expect a little more uh diversity or like cast device cast diversity yeah you would would especially for that mulan i mean purely a asian setting okay there's an interesting except for the dragon there's an interesting which is eddie murphy right yeah you know how did did you guys feel about will smith being cast as as the genie because there's some you know twitter's gonna be twitter but there were some people that were really pushing back because they were like no that's robin williams character it's always going to be his character other people were saying because it takes place in the middle east rob or um will smith is actually a little bit more Fit for the role. Yeah, fit for the role. Hmm. Mm, well. For, okay. For, first of all, how did he do? As was was he funny? Could he? Have, he did good. he pull out the songs? And was he was he engaging? So as a I genie? think number one is clearly like Robin Williams is such an enigmatic figure. Like, and his impression that he would left in all the roles of like you know his popular movies, yeah. everything is done. You will always gone. associate with him. But yeah, like yeah, Asha like, said. Go ahead. Are you can talk about it? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go We're mind melding right now, but like, so, yeah, he's he's gone. Thing. He's gone. So like, what are you know, what? Yeah. Well, 
well, who else is going to play the role? And you need a figure like mm-hmm. that big char- yeah. with that level of char- charisma. And I think Will Smith, he did a really good job. I thought, I thought okay. he, he was an excellent genie. So. And if you're going to remake it, remake it in full, like completely. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's what all these movies should do. Maybe not the music because I listened to A Whole New World yeah. and I was thoroughly disappointed with Zane. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and I feel like Wait, that's... Wait, that's the one that Leia Salonga did, right? It's or was Leia Salonga just the voice of Jasmine, but not... A whole she didn't sing. Well, like, yeah, the song yeah. released, it wasn't... Who did in the movie? Like, I forgot. So, uh, was it Celine Dion? Oh, no, that was Beauty and the Beast. No, it was it was Leia Salonga. It was Leia Salonga. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Like, but anyways, like, you can pay tribute to the original and the classic with those minute details. Like, I love that Elton John is coming back and, like, doing... Like mm-hmm. similar music, like changing. People Bryson, I believe, right, Uncle Ken? Right. People Bryson, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, as long as you like make the film different, because that's what people are looking at. Okay, so now, now that, according to Ken, um, Will Smith did a masterful job of doing like the genie. Some people on Twitter are saying, you know, the thing with ethnicity and whatever, and you know, we we don't buy into that here on the podcast. You know, if you're good, you're good, and entertainment is entertainment. Mm-hmm. But with the casting of, we were talking about this last week, of um, in The Little Mermaid, Zendaya, apparently, who is phenomenally talented, has been is being cast to play Ariel. I can, ar- I can already tell there are going to be a bunch of people who are going to have a problem with that, because yeah. the story, t- the Hans Christian Andersen story takes place in the western part of Europe, which was predominantly Caucasian, and people are just going to make a big stink about that. Unless they change the location of it, make it kind of like, like yeah, like a Serena the Mermaid type of thing, then I would be into it. But I feel like another thing is, for me, I love Zendaya. She could do no wrong in my eyes. But she's only really graceful in real life. Like when you see her at like the Met Gala and stuff like that, she carries herself like a princess. In all of her acting things, she plays like a very like rough and gritty yeah. character. Yeah. Like look at her like new HBO show, yeah, and Spider Man. So I I just haven't seen her in a role where, where she like, is yeah. like that. Um, but I'm excited to see it. And then we were talking about this earlier. If Disney wants to like do the whole diversity thing. There's more diversity than like racial diversity. There's also like diversity that includes the deaf community or the mute community. Like good point. Yeah, like the Little Mermaid for the most part of the movie, she is mute. So that would be really cool to see at least like a switch out with the mute actor. Or, you know, trying to do something that includes different minority communities. Except that is a good one. <laughs> Well, then they could, like, use, like, a voiceover. I had to. Okay, now let me throw a little curveball here, right? Because you can already see how Twitter would react to that casting, right? What would happen if all of a sudden we heard that in The Lion King retelling, reboot, remake, whatever like that, the role of Simba was being voiced by Justin Bieber? What? The internet would go crazy. Why? Why? Why would they go crazy? Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the first Simba, right? Was it JTT? Yeah. Did I just call him JTT? <laughs> that was, that's what he's. That's that's that, what the that ladies was, call him, man. That was. That's it. what the ladies call him. Okay. And, and apparently me. My thing is if if it was like. But he's gonna be played by Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald yeah, Glover. Who so is phenomenal. So if they didn't know that Donald Glover was in the running, and they're just like, "This is Justin Bieber," everyone would be like, "Oh, okay." But if they kind of pit the two together, like they're like, who would you like to see more? Or like these two are in the running for Simba, then black Twitter would go crazy. Oh, I mean, you can't change it now. Like no. it's done. I am so like, excited. No one can replace that. I am that. so like, excited you know. for Childish Gambino has that yeah. whole locked right now. Yeah, he does. I'm actually really excited to see what he, he does, does with that. Because that dude is talented. And is the original Mufasa playing Mufasa? James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so good. So Mufasa slash Darth Vader slash... Guy from the Conan, the guy from Conan, Conan. <laughs> Conan. <laughs> slash guy from the uh, Tom Clancy movies. <laughs> James Oliver, Seth Rogen, like that's that's a pretty good mix of the cast. James it's, Oliver is the bird. Yeah, John Oliver oh. or, or John, uh, John Oliver. Oliver. No, no, wait, who, wait, who's uh, Scar? I thought John Oliver Idris Scar. is is Idris Elba not Scar? I ooh I. Th- I mean that is a good Scar. Let me go look that I up while you guys. So talk. that would be perfect, but he already. 
I don't know if Disney is like against using actors twice, but he was in the Jungle Book. Mm -hmm. And little did you know, I actually brought up a completely random thought experiment topic last week. I said, okay, between Asha, Ken, and myself, if we were characters in The Lion King, who would we be? Ken leapt at the opportunity and said, I'm obviously Scar. And I was like, Okay. Oh my gosh! You know who it is? You're not gonna. Get it. Scar. <laughs> Scar is who? Who's this guy again? What is he? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, from um, Twelve Years, years a Slave. Tor- yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. But oh, more importantly, wow. from Four Brothers. Yup. And more importantly, more. Eat dog. <laughs> Dog's gotta eat, right? I hope. Eat. He, I hope he does it with the hyenas. Like he says something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who? Who are playing the hyenas? See, okay, Lion King is so exciting. Not Did you tell no, him my weird. name? <laughs> <laughs> I said use outside hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> In town hyenas. <laughs> what did I say? I know what I said because I heard myself say it. In town hyenas. And what did you do? You got out of town jackalopes. Oh my have? gosh, dude. We are like going way off topic. You, you haven't watched Four Brothers? Have you watched no, Four Brothers? No. You have not watched oh Four Brothers. That is, uh, Oh my lord. You need to. Wow. That, so. We went on a tangent there. Okay, let me go find out who the hyenas are. What were the hyenas' names again? I'm trying to look right I don't, now. I don't even think they had names. I don't know. Yeah, and who's Pumbaa and Timon? Um... Seth Rogen. Okay, Seth Rogen. That makes I don't know who. Seth Rogen is the warthog. Yeah, which I'm excited for because it's pretty much just going to be a warthog playing. And you know Seth what? I, because it's Seth Rogen, you know what? I hope he doesn't do. I hope he doesn't turn the warthog into like stoner humor. I feel like he won't. I feel like Disney is so strict about those things. I hope so. I hope he doesn't. You know, make even like if he implies like. Sto- I don't know who that is though. Oh, that's so messed up. Oh. Eric Andre. Oh, Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Yeah, the dude, yeah. The dude with the big throw. That, that guy's really, really funny. Oh, man, and Keegan Michael, Keegan Michael K. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, Keegan Michael K. Now I'm so excited for this. That is awesome. When does it come out? Like, I July? I don't really know. I don't no, know. I, th- I think it's, it's, it's much, it's no, much it's later this year, though. It's if, not, if not it's next year. It's this year? Man, I got so hyped up for Lion King all of a sudden. I know. I guess we all agree that the Lion King is... I'm really excited to see it. I bet you it's going to be so good. It looks like it's going to be I got to buy my tickets like a month in advance. That's going to be... We got to do a premiere podcast from the front of that July 2019. Oh, yes. Oh, wait. This July? Yeah. Wow. No, this July 2019. This 2019, yeah. So if we're having a Oh, and you know why, right? Because through. Okay, because July 2019, it's going to be in the theaters for like maybe four weeks, five weeks, and then when Disney Plus launches in November, guess what's going to be on Disney Plus for $7.99 a month? Oh, is it launching in November? I'm yeah, $6.99. I'm sorry. Wow, Amazing. Disney Plus. I'm gonna have to get that. And they've already said Disney Plus is getting. Asha, you're gonna have to get it. Asha, you're gonna have to get the account so we can and share give it. us the login. Because <laughs> so, I already got the Netflix and HBO. Yeah, Jason already got the Hulu. Yeah, Asha uses Amazon too. Prime. Asha, Asha and Ken use my Hulu account. I use it. We shouldn't narc on ourselves. Okay. I use Ken's HBO account. Official release date is July 19th of this year. We watch so it. So watch out. We are going we to the movies. It. Dude, you know what that is though. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's my anniversary, my wedding anniversary. My five year wedding anniversary. What better way to celebrate? <laughs> Didn't you propose that movie theater? Oh. That's right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, give, give Asha the mic. We have, we have to be reminded of this little fact, and we want full audio for this. What? Ken's. So July 19th is significant, not just because of It's his five-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, not just because of the fact he proposed, but the manner in which he proposed. That, that, I didn't impro- uh, propose on the 19th. Or on oh, that's, you got married, but the way he proposed... But he proposed what? in the movie theater. He had a whole trailer thing oh, planned yeah, out, shout right? Oh, yeah, to Tango Theaters, who yeah. helped me set up my proposal in a movie so theater. So cute. You can watch it on YouTube. Tango Theaters help you make dreams come true. We didn't cover it, yeah. True. That's there the kind go. of thing that dreams <laughs> and 80s movies are made of. Yeah. Yeah, really. That's dope. Jake Ryan is, like, shaking in his seat right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Well, so, talking about the Disney live action, right? One thing that I also think is a stroke of genius, and this is just such a Disney thing to do, is... Obviously, they're combining... It's Disney, so they can get anybody in Hollywood that they want to play the parts, whether it's voice acting or it's human acting, and now they combine that with all the CGI. They can spend so much money on the CGI, and they used to own Pixar, so they've got all of that technical know-how. Their cloud backend is insane. I mean, if, you, if you're if you like me and you want to subscribe to like their YouTube channel about Disney Imagineering, the stuff they're working on is 
out of this world. Um, but they save a lot of money because if, like what Ken said, they're they're basically using all the same songs, and for ninety eight percent of the film, most of the same dialogue. They do zero writing. <laughs> they own all the intellectual property because they own all the all the music and all the characters. They have to spend next to nothing on screenplay development. I mean, I don't know how much screenplay screenplay development costs anyway. So a couple million bucks. I mean, you know, if you're budgeting for a big film like that, it's a significant chunk of change. But they spend nothing. How no, much I mean, does they still... change in Aladdin? Like, how, what percentage would you say? Five to ten percent, maybe. Oh. It was almost shot for shot. I liked it. Really? There were a couple of things that were a little different. Like, well, I don't want to spoil things in the movie, but how I was mean, how was the uh, the magic carpet? It was cool. It was cool. It was like the and the the little Babu. His name is Babu. Abu. Abu. Babu. I'm so Abu. excited. If you like, guys, he, he was cute too. It was, it was pretty alright. Okay, wait. Was okay. So so you can only pick one. What was what was better CGI? as a piece of felt being used as a character. The magic carpet in Aladdin or Doctor Strange's cape? The, the one in Aladdin. Mm. Yeah. Because the, cool. yeah, the cape was pretty cool. Have you guys seen the um, James Corden Crosswalk musical? Yeah. No. That was pretty funny. They used one of those, what is it called? The like, I don't know, you know, at like Kashi Leslie's like thing. Like a lift? Yeah, they a used it. For they the, used a fork. The, yeah, a forklift for the ca- carpet. Uh-huh. And James Corden was a boo, so oh. it's pretty funny. You should watch it. I think it's I know what movie awesome. you want <laughs> the most to be made by Disney. What? Because you've mentioned this as your all-time favorite Disney animated movie. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah, probably. That is a great movie. That's a good one. And God knows we need a good. Robin Honestly, Hood movie. I don't even know. No, actually, I don't know if I want it to be real life or whatnot because. The fact that they're all like farm animal or like you know they're just animals. I think that's Robin Hood really, and Maid Marian are both foxes. Yeah, you know, Friar Tuck is the pan. What is he? He's a bear, panda, or a bear or something. The strolling minstrel is like a big oh, hen. Yeah, well, a rooster, but yeah, it's a rooster. Oh, yeah, there, there was a there was a female like the yeah, there is a hen in the movie. It's awesome. It was so yeah. it was awesome. Anyway, we're going off topic here. What so out of uh, movies in this genre? What are your favorites? I like Christopher Robin. Just I just watched that recently. I think that's one of my favorite uh, live action movies yeah, based on. on uh, oh yeah, I loved it. It was that night. It was so. It was so <laughs> There's like so much nostalgia in the film. I really, really liked it. So. And Eeyore, I didn't. I didn't know how much I really liked Eeyore as a character, but oh, I love Eeyore. It's he's cool. So relatable. Can you identify so with Eeyore? Yeah, of course. Because he's so thanks like, for uh, noticing me, everybody. <laughs> he's so pessimistic. That's I, not I, pessimism, dude. That, that's like straight. That's like straight up in need of some Prozac. <laughs> dude, that was such an awesome movie. It was. It was so cute. Anyway, that's why. My tail fell off, and I have to pin it to my backside. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I guess it's my fault. Hey everybody, and what is going on? Jason Salas here with KUM Digital, and I'm going to get you right back to your show in just a moment, but I am popping in to let you know about the amazing opportunities you have to sell your brand, get customers for your service, or promote your event on all our library of podcasts on the KUM Podcast Network. Our shows have global distribution and are sent to all the major podcast directories and devices, from mobile phones and tablets to laptops and smart speakers to integrated TVs and all on demand. By running an audio ad on the KUM Podcast Network, you'll guarantee timely exposure and market penetration for your stuff and see immediate results no matter what your end game or actionable items are. You want to drive downloads for a cool new app that you've built? Done. Want to see your restaurant gain an instant surge in foot traffic? Easy peasy, man. Does your business need some sort of boost? All you got to do is plug a promo code that ties into an incentive and see measurable, tangible results that very same day. Podcasting is the internet's fastest growing ad platform, and you can reach customers and partners now. To find out more about our ad opportunities and how podcast plugs can work for you, get in touch with us at podcast at KUAM.com. Just think about it. Your ad could be running right here instead of my shrill voice, and your business would have a big leg up on the competition. So don't let this opportunity to connect with customers, extend your reach, and increase your effective exposure pass you by. 
Get in touch with the KUAM digital marketing experts by emailing podcasts at KUAM.com. That's podcasts, plural, at KUAM.com. And let us put together an effective marketing plan for your stuff, just like this ad has been. See what I did there? All right, everybody, we're going to talk to you soon. But for now, let's get you back to this podcast. How about you, James? What do you like? Um, in 101 Dalmatians, were all the dogs, were those real dogs? I don't know. Or were those CGI dogs? I feel like they were real dogs. Because to get 101 dogs to behave I know, that's pretty crazy. I don't know. I feel like it was real dogs. Yeah, that was like early 2000s. Yeah, I feel like they didn't have the CGI. Oh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just being technologically snobby. Wait, was that 2000s or was that the 90s? 2001. 2000s. 2000s. Early, early 2000s. Maybe like 2000s. Well, it's also got Glenn Close, so there's there's that. Um, But I actually want to say I haven't seen all of Dumbo. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen, of, and, and you know, Dumbo holds, holds a very, very special place in my heart because of the musical number, Baby of Mine. Okay, side story. My parents actually got me Disney Channel when I was in the fourth grade because I got good grades that, that quarter. Um, <laughs> and so I was sitting, it was a Saturday night, and when we got Disney Channel, there was the world, world television, television premiere of Dumbo, which at that point was, you know, like 30 years old, right? This was in, like, 87. So, no, 84. So I was sitting by myself on the carpet in our living room, right? And all of a sudden they start playing Baby of Mine, right? And I'm, everybody knows I'm a mama's boy. And when Baby of Mine comes on, uh, that's when Dumbo separated from his mother elephant. So you've got all these other animals throughout the park, right? Throughout the circus. And it's at night. So you've got the little baby alligator and the mama alligator, you know, snuggled up. You have the baby hippo and the mama hippo at the bottom of the, mm. of the pool. And, you know, you see the bubbles coming out of her snouts. The baby lion and the mama lion. And then there's Dumbo and then his mom who had been captured him like basically put into a cage because I thought she was crazy and she went wild trying to defend him and all that comes out is her snout and the baby of mine song is playing and I think that was George Clooney's mother who was singing that Ro- Rosemary Clooney okay right mm-hmm. yeah um, and it's so sad it's so terribly sad um, and I watched the baby of mine remake or like what they used in the movie mm. and it's pretty heart-wrenching but it's not as good as as the original but I still think the fact that they actually pulled off the CGI version of a flying elephant is pretty amazing. That's some crazy CGI right there. And he was cute mm-hmm. from what I saw. Yeah, he was cute. The casting choice was interesting. Danny DeVito, who... Colin Farrell. Oh, oh Colin Farrell. Okay, did Colin Farrell... Did he use an accent? I don't even know if he has an accent anymore. He isn't he? Because he's from Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he has an accent anymore. What is your uh, mm, choice? I feel like when Lion King comes out, mm-hmm. that'll be my favorite. But for right now, it's a toss-up between The Jungle Book and Beauty and the Beast. I feel like those have oh, been yeah, pretty good yeah. so far. Beauty and the Beast was really, really good. It was really but good. That's, yeah. I love the music Watson. And the music, like Ariana Grande and John Legend. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you watch it? You didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I mean, well, not, actually, I saw one of our coworkers was a... You saw them watching? Stream. <laughs> yeah, there was, I watched it on his computer while he was streaming, and I was like, wow, this is actually really good. It's good. So what, what movie would you like to see made into a real uh, live action film? I got my pick. Does it have to be Disney? Or, uh, you know, like an animated yeah, film. Yeah. It doesn't oh, have to be. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm going to go old school on this one. Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. Um, Char- um, Peanuts had a series of um, feature-length animated movies in the mm-hmm. 60s and 70s, and Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown was amazing. If you guys haven't seen that, go look that up. You can probably watch it on YouTube, but it looks terribly crude by today's um, animation standards, but it's a really, really good story. It's very touching, um, and it's, it's, a good, it's a good... I would love to see that one re- be remade, but the right way. Do the CGI with Snoopy and Woodstock and pull that off... And, Man, I really like the Charlie Brown movies. Like the Valentine's, what's the Valentine's Day? Be my Valentine. Be my Valentine, Charlie Brown. And then the Christmas one. The Christmas one. 
And then what's the kid who's always dirty? And he comes out and he says that Bible passage. Who, what, what, what's the kid? Pigpen. Pigpen. Right, right, yeah. Right, yeah, that was a good. One. I would love to see somebody do Pigpen right with like That's CGI. So or like, awesome. There are certain people in our company who could pull off Pigpen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pick's Bambi. I want to see Bambi. Oh, that's a good one. Wow, they have not even talked to... I mean, I'm no. sure... Okay, talking about the roadmap again, I'm sure that's on. I think they want to see how... PETA is going to lose die, their minds. And then they'll be like, all right, here are all the animal films. Was, was Bambi male or female? Fox and the Hound is a good one, too. Male. No, Bambi oh, and the Hound right. is so good. You made me cry. Oh, Fox and the Hound. Wait, or... um. Wait, what's the one where the two dogs are like eating the spaghetti and the uh, lady in the tramp? Lady in the tramp. tramp. That okay. Would be good. Can I just have you guys ever tried that? So good for the culture. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I would be first in line. Amazing. Wait, Moana was just like what three years ago? The, yeah. I, so maybe in like fifteen years. But I heard they're doing Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> oh, Live that would Lilo also be good. Yeah. I wonder I've if they're never been it. a Lilo and Stitch person. It just didn't what? do it for me. Oh, Lilo and Stitch was like my favorite favorite growing my up. My favorite part was the end when all the kids are singing the song, but it's showing them actually oh, singing yeah. it, right? Or like maybe that wasn't even in the movie. Maybe that was like on the DVD or something. Yeah, like some part of the DVD, like extra. That would, That's my weird part, though. That would be <laughs> so fun to kids. see. Th- but that would be, like, another level of CGI, though. They have to create, like, whole aliens. Yeah. Oh, okay, we have to we have to see that one. Disney. I mean, awesome. but they created Pikachu. That's right? true. Right? Yeah. And Pikachu really looks like... I guess. He I mean, it's so like what you think Pikachu would look cute. like. He was so cute. And then Jigglypuff was only in there for, like, an itty-bitty minute, but... They were also really Wait, good. did they put other Pokemons in the movie? All the Pokemons. You saw like oh. a bunch of Squirtles, like so many. I, I'm Charmander. not even that. How about the duck? Yeah, a lot of people own Charmanders. Oh yeah, the oh, duck was Did they have Psyduck? The Psyduck was a huge part of oh, Pikachu. Man. Okay, when I'm the person in the room saying these guys are all dorks, you know something's <laughs> terribly wrong. Shout out to Toby for teaching me about Pokemon. <laughs> love you, bro. I love Pokemon. Okay, wait. Before, before, before we close it, I can just throw this in there. Who do you got? What has been the best overall CGI character ever? Character. Because again, we're, we're gonna give so much love to The Lion King, but just from that trailer which came on before Endgame, my jaw was on the floor when. when Rikishi, Rikishi, that's a wrestler. Rafiki. Rafiki, thank you. Rikishi. Uh, when, 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 when. The primate holds up Simba, and, and you look at like his face, and the fur, and the eyes. The eyes, oh my god. He's but, so yeah, cute, baby. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that, I mean, I know that's CGI, yeah. but I'm still blown away by it. It, it looks so like an good. actual cop. That was incredible. No, it was so good. I think my favorite, I just have to give love to Game of Thrones. Like, they brought dragons to life. You know, and the dragons look pretty, like, I don't know what dragons would look like, but they look pretty like, in my mind, this is what it looks like. They look like Drogon. Like, they they went up close with those dragons. Not only dragons, they made an ice dragon, which... Wait, all those dragons were basically the same, I mean, there were no real distinguishing features between Drogon no, I think Viserion. they're different colors. It's like black and brown. No, I mean, besides the color. And their tails. I think their tails were different. Were, were they all male? Mm. Oh, oh, now you're getting into some theory craft right now, Jason. The whole thing is that... And they were, like, what, they're all siblings? Because they, they change. They're like uh, frogs. They're like, you know how they're like yeah. male and they become female or something? Game of Thrones you is know, a gender-neutral world, is what I... There's some discussed. animals that they change sex over time. Okay, but, but basically there was no like dominant dragon of... No, even no, though no, Drogon no. was the only one who survived. Yeah, okay. Drogon Spoilers, was like but, the yeah. favorite... <laughs> But there was no... I don't even watch a show when I know that. I should have watched it already. Yeah, we're past the uh, embargo on... If you uh, haven't watched Game of Thrones by now, like, you're going to get spoilers. I'm Actually, sorry. you are right, though. The, the dra- and, Okay, the dragons in Game of Thrones, I thought Peach Dragon... Your mom would probably agree with the fact that Peach Dragon was a really cool dragon. But, okay. Peach Dragon. The dragons in Game of Thrones are the best dragons ever. You've got the... Yeah. And that, that's saying Second a lot period. to... Rain, of, Rain fire. of fire. Yeah, you've got Rain of. What was that one with um, with uh, Sean Connery? Sean Connery with Dragonheart. Dragonheart. When he talked to like the devil. Yes. Oh my god. Sean Connery is a good dragon though. Oh, right? I'm a, oh, I must ask you a message. You are. I am a dragon, and you are but a dragon. Movie Aragon. 
Aragorn. 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 I thought that one was pretty good. Is what about the dragon and Beowulf? I don't remember dragon and Beowulf. Wait, is there a dragon and Beowulf? There's no, supposed to be. I didn't see, but there's supposed Beowulf. to be a dragon. Beowulf what do you mean you don't you? know? Didn't you watch it? You I didn't watch Beowulf. Oh, I just thought of another one, kind of small, <laughs> but I would love to see a remake of Little Shop of Horrors. I think mm. that would be pretty sick. Oh, if they remade Audrey 2 and they really went all out with the CGI. If they went all out with the CGI... And if I think if they did the ending that's not in the movie, which like you think Yes, about. see, this is why we brought this genius because she studied <laughs> literature, she's got a degree in English. If you if you're a theater buff and you know like the original theater ending, I think they should do that in the it's movie. It's that Audrey and all her little spawns and offsprings actually take over they the world. They take over the world. I don't know why they didn't do that in the movie, which is like way easier to show, but Now we've come full circle because you know why? The production company behind it was a the parent company of it was Disney. Wow. Okay, so Disney, now that you have Marvel and you're, like, slipping into the adult-ish world, <laughs> do Little Shop of Horrors, please. Yeah. That's a good one. That, that is really a good, good one. That's a great one. It's a great pick. Feed me, Seymour! Who would play Audrey 2? This is a conversation for later, actually. Who would play Audrey 2? You'd have to have someone with a very, very strong, very, very female but very strong voice. Gaga? I don't think it... Mm. Well, you don't think... Uh, what's her name? Rebel Wilson? No? Oh, she'd like, be good. That would you be think good. think so? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Oh, hey! It's pretty. Wait, who, who's, the, who's the main lead in, um, in Pitch Perfect? Uh, Anna, Anna, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. She should have been Belle. No. Emma, Emma Watson, Watson was good, but she should have been Belle. Emma Watson was w- would really, she, Would she really not have been good. a better Belle? Emma no, Watson was Belle. She and, like, her was, reputation. Okay. Yeah. Anna Kendrick and I are going to star in... in. <sighs> Did he just say Anna Kendrick should have been Belle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. instead of Emma Watson. Yeah, yeah. thank no. you for paying attention. So, sorry to have keeping you awake. Hey, you know what? Just you, How about this? Go ahead and watch Beauty and the Beast, and, and then... You haven't even <laughs> watched it yet? Oh, yeah. please watch it. Because Anna Kendrick and I are going to star, and then we're going to do, like, the dog and the, and the spaghetti scene. That's not Jeez. a Beauty and the Beast, that little trap, or Lady No, that's what I mean, Lady in the Trap. Oh, yeah. Wow, man. On that note, guys, <laughs> thank you for joining us. It could uh, happen. For this no. episode of it Real happen, Talk. It but it could. Let us know in the comments uh, what movie you wish uh, became a real, li- or was changed to a live-action film, or which, which movie was your favorite. Um, and also... Thank you to our sponsors, Tango Theaters, where you can watch Aladdin and John Wick 3. What's coming up? And Detective Pikachu. Uh, the right Lion now? King, July 19th. Yeah, I don't know what's coming out this week, but I just know July 19th is a very important day. Okay, if you, so. if you guys are taking a trip, like because you just graduated from school or you're taking a trip, go ahead and in, in July come back because we're going to have an epic podcast. Yeah, definitely. After we watch it. Yeah. I will dress up. As Nala, maybe. Okay, I don't, I don't know, know about that. I don't. I don't think The I, Lion King is a cosplay-friendly movie. I'm just saying. Oh, maybe not be, but like we'll do a whole theme thing. I don't know. That'd be dope. I'm excited. I'm super excited. That is gonna we be can, cool. We can we can we can praise like the water. Ah, Mama Nisimina. Jason being adored. No, no. <laughs> and that's it for us. We'll see you next week on Real Talk. <laughs> and show.